best there is, the best there was, or the best there ever will be. You will rest in these. Best on the mic. Featuring your hosts, Darnell the Playmaker Celines, and from Sportsway, Dre Day. Best in the world. Woo! All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Best on the mic is back because we are in the Sweet 16 now. And we, as always, we got to go over what happened to get to the Sweet 16 and preview the Sweet 16. But before we do that, let me introduce my brother out in Texas, the Bear Man, Alex Algazar. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? And from Brooklyn, New York, the man with the plan, Mr. Dre Day from Sportsway with Dre Day. What's good? Ain't nothing. Same shit, different toilet paper. Now you know before I get into it, you gotta say your line for me. It's episode time, motherfuckers. Let's get it. Now, as we gonna jump right into it, fellas, Sweet 16. It's been a long, fun journey, but we at the Sweet 16. Y'all still feeling good about this tournament? I do have a bad feeling in my stomach since a lot of my predictions ended up uh, failing. Oh yeah, we, one I made last time, which oh, we'll yeah, get we to later. definitely gonna get to you on that one. <laughs> how, how you feeling, Jerry? I'm 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 waiting for that spoiler. I'm waiting for that spoiler alert that didn't work out for him. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing uh, is, that's the first one on the docket. So let's go ahead and get to that spoiler alert that didn't happen because it was John Cena going against Triple H. Um, who said? Who had a slaughter for this match again? Mm, I believe it was the Bear Man who had a spoiler. Can can you repeat your spoiler for the audience one more time, Alex? Well, since I am a man of my word, I will. I had Triple H winning, and it was not a prediction. It was, in fact, a spoiler. No, However, you, you just you just didn't have no winning. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Alex, you just didn't have Triple H winning. You said it wasn't gonna be close. Yeah, you said it was. Yeah, you said it wasn't gonna be close. Hey. You said it wasn't close. So you was wrong on both ends. See, I see, see, I was with you with the whole losing, but you said that it wasn't gonna be close. I'm like, whoa, god damn, not gonna be close. I'm like, shit. I'm like, you must think John Cena is a the black shit, the bottom of a pot. No, I love John Cena, but as I as I've explained before, there's all there's all these Triple H's that we know. We there's the DX Triple H, the Cerebral Assassin, or you know the one that represented Evolution. Yes. Triple H is just he's a character, and yeah, and you're right. I did say it would not be close. So apparently there was a spoiler that spoiled my spoiler. Mm. John Cena defeated Triple H fourteen to ten. And I mean, I try to tell you, Alex. Matter of fact, John, John Alex, Cena gave John Alex, Cena gave you the f you. <laughs> I I gotta say because uh, Alex, did you not hear me tell you about the thought of John Cena? 
No, I remember him. I mean, that's from when I was a kid. I mean, if if you guys want to talk about the Doctor of Thugonomics, I'll never forget the angle where he made Paul Heyman eat a bar of soap. I think you guys remember that. Dude, my my favorite my favorite Doctor of Thugonomics was WrestleMania twenty one when he went against the Bishop for the United States Championship. No, that was actually WrestleMania twenty. That was twenty. Yeah, twenty one. He beat he beat JBL for the yeah, WWE yeah. title. So WrestleMania twenty. I loved it. That yeah. John. Oh, that thought that Thugonomics John Cena went in on the bitch show. I'm trying to tell you, see you, you and Chris Rez, y'all need to listen to me more because I told y'all what was going to happen with the golden role models, but that's another story for another day. Well, you know what? At least in the, the day, I'm man enough to admit that I was wrong and I lost. And we respect that. You took accountability. The one thing I don't like is people that don't take accountability. You lost, you were wrong, you accepted accountability, you're fine with me, my man. You're fine with me. I mean, come on. I mean, what's the point of just not admitting defeat? And and you know what? It's the it's it's part of the whole concept. It's like the real it's like the real Switch 16 in, in the in March Madness. Predictions are made and people are guaranteed that those predictions will come true. They ultimately fail. So at the end of the day, it's just simply part of the game. There's a reason why they're still waiting to give up that million dollars for somebody to make a perfect bracket. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well said. All right. John Cena to the Sweet 16. Our next matchup, we had Hulk Hogan versus Velveteen Dream. Dre, Dre is a man of honesty. He don't like Hulk Hogan. Can't stand but he, him. But he, just had, he had to go in here and say, you know, hey, Velveteen Dream might not be enough. And he was right. By a vote of 14 to 5, the Hulkster is moving on to the Switch 16. Anything Ooh. you want to say, Dre? Only thing I got to say is that famous, fo- that famous promo from Booker T is bringing truth to light because it just so happens that's who he's going to be going up against next round. So, yeah. Booker, I got you, bro. I got you, big homie. Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, nigga. We'll be getting into that when we get to the preview of the Switch 16. Alex, I already, you I already said, I'll say it again, though. What you got, Bear Man? On Hulk well, Hogan. as far as Hulk Hogan, uh, let's go back in the first round how he beat a resilient Christian. Now he beats Velveteen Dream. And now he's... Going with Booker T, it seems like Hulkamania really is still running wild. Well, for some people, at least, because some people who are voting for Hogan, they're not thinking of the Hulkamania Hogan. Oh, no, 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 no. They're thinking of the New World Order Hollywood Hogan. Yes, you know what? That is a very damn good point. Well, well, we have to understand yeah, it. It's, that, it's the same thing with Triple H. It's the same thing with Triple H. Everybody has their different views on a certain wrestler from uh, different eras of time of their character. So, when he went to NWO, that was that took him to another stratosphere. I mean, the, the longtime think, hero becomes the bad guy. I agree, though. I think I, I think when it comes to Hogan, I don't think like like I think when the people are voting, I don't think I agree with Alex. I don't think they're really going back to the yellow 
the yellow and red Hogan, good guy Hogan. They're going to they're, they're taking his NWO promos and they're using that into consideration, and that's how he's been able to get by. I give him that though. I I I I'll give him that. I may not like him personally, but you can't take away from what he's been able what what he's been able to do on the mic since he's been in the wrestling business. I may not fuck with him personally, but I got to put that to the side and respect him for what he did promo-wise. So, obviously, that's the reason why he's been able to advance. And, again, like Alex said, I agree with him. I think I think the fans are voting from the aspect of NWO day. All right. Hoekster, Sweet 16. Dre, do you want to get Alex credit on this one or the fact that we knew this was going to happen? Because it was CM Punk versus Terry Funk. CM Punk won 32 to 3. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't think we all, I mean, I don't think any of us were surprised. I mean, I mean, I'm surprised that he got a vote. That's my whole, that's, that's my whole thing. I'm surprised he got a vote. I think the reason why he got votes is because there's our fans that follow us that were watching wrestling when Terry Funk was in the prime of his career when he was really a hardcore pioneer because a lot of people remember the rivalry he had with Ric Flair in 1989 that ultimately culminated into that famous I Quit match. And those same fans, they don't care about CM Punk. I mean, they'll probably just say CM Punk was not a classic wrestler that they saw back in the day in the 80s because there's the old school mentality and then there's like the current mentality. Wrestling fans are all different. There's those wrestling fans from the 70s and 80s when you know when Ric Flair was a young guy, like Dusty Rhodes and all those guys. And then there's our generation, the guys that, you know, we like John Cena, we like CM Punk. It's all just a bunch of different mentalities and, and opinions. So that's why I believe Terry Funk got a couple of votes. Well, there's a, there's a theme here, and I'm going to see if Dre, if Dre caught on to it when, when I get to that part. But moving on. It was the whew, the Undertaker against Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Before I give the radio results, Alex, it was the dead man versus the boss. Well, it depends on how we look at it. Again, are people actually thinking Vince McMahon or Mr. McMahon? Because some people don't seem to understand that Vince McMahon and Mr. McMahon are not the same people. Mr. McMahon, as we know, is the evil billionaire boss that we saw on TV. Now, as far as The Undertaker goes, it's just like Hulk Hogan. Were they thinking the dead man Undertaker or the the American badass Undertaker? But in The Undertaker's case, regardless of which Undertaker they're thinking of, The Undertaker is the favorite. And it's no surprise that he beat he tombstoned the evil boss. And literally put him away in a coffin. 16 or 12, Dre. The dead man mm. over the boss man. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. The Undertaker to the Sweet 16. Now, let me say this, fellas. All if right, The Undertaker ahead. had won like by 30 votes, I would say this symbolizes the Hell in a Cell match where The Undertaker defeated the big boss man. For those of you who know which match I'm talking about, we remember what Undertaker did when the match ended. I do not want to relive that. (laughs) 
I do not want to really. I'm, I'm mad. At, I'm mad you put that picture in my damn head again. I mean, it was graphic. I'll admit it. I mean, I don't. I don't know how. Uh, how they they were they allowed that to go through, but it was cer- certainly controversial. Right. Oh my gosh. You're making me want to go back and watch that shit now. Well, you you have fun with that. I'm not. I <laughs> have fun with it. God damn it. All hell right. You said Hell in a Cell match? Yes, yes. Big Boss Man? Yes. yes. All right, okay, I'm going to check it out. All right, Dre. We had Eddie Guerrero against Roddy Roddy Piper. Mm. Before I give the results, you want to get what you want to chime in on this one? Um, I went with Eddie because obviously, I mean, Roddy Piper is Roddy Piper, but Eddie, I grew up watching him more, and I already knew, you know, what Piper was, you know, on the mic. Didn't really care for him that much in the ring as far as his shit talking. That's what I loved about him. Eddie Guerrero, like, I, I've always was a fan of his, always was a fan of his, you know, from... WCW days to when he came to WWE, but what I loved more about Eddie Guerrero was, especially towards the end, his promos. To me, I think them shits came off the cuff. I don't even think them shits were script. Like I think most of his promos, especially towards the end, and obviously to you know before he passed, I think most of those promos was coming from the heart. I don't think he needed anything to read. I think he was speaking that he was saying it with his chest. So for me, it was more. So so for me, you know, I wouldn't. I I I would. I, I wasn't gonna be surprised if Piper would have won. But for me, I went with Eddie Guerrero. I, I went with Eddie Guerrero on that one. What if I told you we had a tie? I wouldn't. I I, I wouldn't be mad at that. Because that's what we had. We had a twelve twelve tie, and I had to find a way to break the tiebreaker. So I linked on somebody who knows th- who knows wrestling, who actually cover wrestling. Okay. He- he told me, you got to go with Piper, man. What he did no, with Piper's fit, everything, he, Eddie, Eddie Guerrero was good, but no matter what Eddie did, that damn listen, Piper's fit. Listen, it was a tie. I'm, I, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed it was a tie. Alex? I can't su- say I'm surprised that it ended up at a tie. Now, with Eddie Guerrero, you're right. You're absolutely right. He did speak from the heart. I want to talk about you. You remember that promo the week after he turned heel? That promo where he was in the middle of the ring, sing on, sitting on that chair, delivering that heel promo of why he attacked Rey Mysterio. That is true, legitimate heel talk right there. Now, aside from that, it wasn't just the promos he cut, but the acts that he did, stealing the gold medals, doing all that funny stuff, you know. <laughs> when he when he took the wheels off of JBL's limo, it's gold. It's just like it's just for. But in Roddy's case, Roddy not only with with the mic, but Piper's pit, like the crazy stuff he did on Piper's pit. Number one, smashing the coconut on Jimmy Snuka's head, and then the, the, number two, when he uh, sprayed that guy with that fire extinguisher. Piper just had it all, and he just gave it his all. He really just made us laugh, just like Eddie did. But Piper just he could he just took it further and further and further because 
Piper is considered the greatest heel of all time. But it it wasn't just like the promos he cut with the mic, but during the matches, how he would act crazy and literally trash talk and then all of a sudden poke you in the eye. Well, that's Roddy Piper for you. Mr. Piper to the Sweet 16. R.I.P. to both of them. R.I.P. Mr. Piper, R.I.P. Eddie Guerrero. All right. I made Dre think for a minute, but he stood tall with his chest up because it was Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Bray Wyatt. I got to say, man. <laughs> 21 to 7. Give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin made it out of the out of the hell Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Right. Sorry, 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 Brave. We're not feeding for you to advance to the next round. I mean, that's as subtle as Bray's latest uh, Universal Title reign. I'm gonna say that for later. <laughs> All right, we had our match 15: Randy Macho Man Savage. Versus the Samoan Submission Machine, Samoa Joe. I'm gonna be honest. It was I thought Samoa Joe was gonna come back because I started seeing some Joe votes come in, but mm-mm. that 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 goddamn Slim Jim commercials <laughs> gave Randy Savage a 38 to 10 victory over Samoa Joe. Yeah I, yeah, I was amazed that he didn't get that many. I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, I knew Savage was. Gonna, I mean, I knew Macho Man was gonna win. I just thought Samoa Joe would get more votes. I thought he would get at least more than ten. I mean, I knew Macho Man was gonna win. When I mean, this is Macho Man we talking about, but but I, that, I, thought, that, I, thought, I, thought, I thought Samoa was gonna put fight. This, this falls in my theory of what happened in the second round, Dre. <laughs> I'm gonna prove it to you. Yeah, anything you want to say, Alex? Well. It's like Dre just said. It's the it's Macho Man Randy Savage. Anybody who who goes who goes against him is gonna get that flying elbow smash. Oh, we gonna see when we get to this sixteen. And the final match it was the Rock versus Jesse the Body Ventura, and it went exactly as I thought. I thought I was gonna have to cut somebody out though, because I'm gonna say, but I got what I wanted. The Rock won twenty-one to one. I often this Dre. It it was it was literally fifteen to nothing, right? Mm-hmm. I went to work. I'm saying here like if Jesse the Bar don't get one damn vote, I gotta cut somebody out because how in the hell Stephen Richards can get a vote and Jesse the Body can't get a vote? <laughs> but somebody Ooh. came through and gave me a vote for Jesse. I said, all right, I'm good now. Cause there's no way in hell <laughs> y'all gonna give the original vote and not give Jesse the body a vote. When it comes to Jesse Ventura and his promos, it's the it's the interviews he does, like the political interviews, all that. I mean, th- those are the promos. I mean, the way he does these interviews, he answers the questions or tell these stories. He's literally cutting a promo. Like there was a, vi- a, a video in an interview when he's talking about uh, Chris Kyle, the Amer- the American sniper. He's literally cutting a promo on the guy. And but as far as Ventura goes, a lot of people don't know much about how his political 
career goes, but uh, as far as in his wrestling, I don't really. I, like I said, I we don't remember any famous promos that he cut. I mean, I mean, maybe it's just me or maybe whatever, but, but Jesse, we're talking Jesse Ventura versus the rock. I mean, there are so many things that we all, all three of us remember the rock did a lot of us make us smile. It's making me smile right now because the rock just got into our heart. He touched our heart with all of his promos. And when when, when he would ask you one little question and everybody fell for it, is that what you think? The second you open your mouth, well, he would remind you that it doesn't matter what you think. But it wasn't just, I mean, when that, pro, okay, you guys remember, okay, when I talked about this before, the match, Triple H versus the British Bulldog. When he, when he went one, two, it doesn't matter if The Rock counts to three. It wasn't just the simple promos, it was just The Rock in general making us laugh. <laughs> And when he, he performed that rock bottom, and when he performed the rock bottom in that match, the one thing we all remember is that the glasses never fell off, never even moved. Huh. All right. So that's the recap. We had John Cena take down Triple H. The game is over. Hulk Hogan keep eating his vitamins as he took down the Velveteen Dream. Punk took out Funk. <clears throat> the Undertaker told Vince man he can shove it. <laughs> Piper's pick was the edge over Eddie Guerrero. Stone Cold Steve Austin stunned Bray Wyatt and sent him back to the Fire Funhouse. Macho Man Randy Savage. Defeated Samoa Joe and the Rock Rock Bottom JC the Body Ventura. But we're not done yet, Darnell. There's a couple I, I, more matches. Rick Flair, Rick Flair, Rick Flair versus Mick Foley. We did that. That was our first half. Oh, no, no, no. We did that. We did that. That, that was last round. That was our first half of the second round. Oh, I'm just having so many nostalgic moments, fellas, because every time I see Rick Flair, Mick Foley, it's the promo from 2006. Ric Flair calling McFoley a glorified stuntman saying, my, my, you fall was, off a cage, you're great. That's bullshit. Matter of fact, that was our first match of the second round. I did that just for you. Uh, I mean, because, because that, that, that feud in 2006, a lot of people just keep forgetting it was based off real legitimate heat between the two. Well since, well, well, since you want to look ahead and look at Rick Flair, why don't you go ahead and tell us the Rick Flair bracket for the Sweet 16? Perfectly. Well, now we get to Rick Flair versus The Undertaker. What does that remind you guys of, by the way? Ain't that when, ain't that, ain't that when uh, The Undertaker went 10-0 uh, at WrestleMania? Mm-hmm. And in that, in in the build to the match, he and that this was this was during the Undertaker's badass character. Although it was during a heel run, they believe he it was in, too. What's up? Then he beat up Rick Flair sign too. Yeah, he did. It was in a gym, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my fact, one Rick Flair like co-owner of the WWE at that, that time too. With it was match. definitely during that time. It was in the 2001-2002 uh, period. 
It had to be around that because uh, The Undertaker, after Survivor Series 2001, uh, the, the American Badass did turn heel when he made Jim Ross, you know, join a, join, join a certain club, if you guys if you guys recall. Oh, that same club that the Rock and Stone Coast, the Austin canceled? Uh, I'm not sure about Stone Cold, but I know The Rock, I mean, I know the rock yeah. canceled. Uh, no, yeah. because Stone Cold beat up Kurt Angle. Yeah. I'm going to say that, though. <laughs> All right, Dre, you heard you heard the first matchup in the Ric Flair bracket. It's the Ric Flair versus the Dead Man. Yes, man. Yes, yes, yes. How you mm. feel? Well, just like you said, how Ric Flair lost the Taker at that WrestleMania. I think in this match here. I mean, I don't want. I mean, I don't want to give it away on who I think is going to win, but I, I, I think the roles are going to be reversed this time around, in my honest opinion. Oh, matter of fact, by the way, before we continue on, here's my three from what what started happening in the second round, Dre and Alex. There was a lot of ooh, I love this person, but I got to go with such and such. You remember reading them comments on that, Dre? Honestly. Honestly, when I po- honestly when I post them on my page, because when you send them to me, I'm at work. So I post it, I tag as many people as I can tag in it, and then I'm off to work. So I'm not really actually looking at the comments. I may look at it like if I'm on a break or some shit, but for the most part, I'm not really I'm not I'm not I'm not, I'm not really looking at the comments. But of course, you're gonna always get those people that make those answers. Oh yeah, I love this person, but I got. Always with the tap dancing shit. Just give a fucking answer. All that. Oh, I love this person, but just answer the fucking question. And then you got those. They'd be like, "Oh, is this a trick question? Is this a serious question?" Yo, it's a tournament. It's a tournament. That's what happens. Of course, it's gonna be matchups that shouldn't even be matchups, but it's a tournament. That's what happens. It's just like March Madness. Like, get over it. It's a, it's a, it's a tournament. Just answer the fucking question. All the shit about, oh, I love this person, but I'm going to go with this person. Or, is this a trick question? Is this really a question? Yes, it's really a question. Just answer the shit. Hey, one of, so one of them guys that coming on your <laughs> post is like, man, why does it got to be so hard? I'm like, we told you. That's ya. the point of being a tournament. You don't want it to be easy, ass wipe. Alex, how oh, many times oh, I told these people? Oh. Yo, it's gonna be yo, before we go forward. Yo, excuse me. I, mean, I never doubted it. I mean, I, yo, and I and I do read the comments, Darnell. I I do, and sometimes I mean, I ask myself, just like Dre, just answer the question. There's no need to go. There's no need for a lecture. No need. <laughs> now, that shit be irking my nerves. I mean, like, pardon all the cursing, but that shit just be getting on my motherfucking nerves. It's like, yo, just answer the question. If that's the case, we'll say, give your answer and then give an opinion. That's not what we're asking. Just pick a person. Just pick! No, there's gonna be more of that in this week's 16. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I, oh, 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 I know what it is! You already heard off the rip. It's Rick Flair and the Undertaker. What's our second uh, matchup, Alex? I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? You cut off for a second. What's our second matchup in that bracket? Well, now things get really interesting. We are going full old school right here because we got Bobby the Brain Heenan 
versus Rowdy Roddy Piper. And here's what makes this unique, gentlemen. The greatest heel wrestler of all time versus the greatest heel manager of all time. And you know what's so ironic? Is that these two were never paired up together. Never. And just now this this is making me imagine. Just imagine if Rowdy Roddy Piper was managed by the great Bobby the Brain Heenan. Oh, he definitely would have won a damn title. Well, I hope so. I mean, we all know how... Uh, if it would have won a title. I mean, Why do you think you call Bobby the Brain Heenan one of the greatest managers of all time? He brought titles. Some people, mm-hmm. they say he's the greatest manager of all time. So, Alex, when you said the greatest heel manager of all time... There's some people that are listening to this and they'll be like, hey, Alex, I'll take the step further. He ain't just the greatest heel manager of all time. He's the greatest manager of all time. But I get that you was going with the whole heel aspect. But yeah, like, yeah, this, this is going to, I, I think th- this one here for, this one here for real, real wrestling fans is going to really have to put their thinking cap on for this one. Oh, it can go either way with this one. So oh, you people definitely, gonna... definitely finna get lectures now. You know, you're right, Dre. He is the greatest manager of all time. But the fact that he was a tremendous heel, like I feel like you have to add the word heel with the name Bobby the Brain Heenan. I mean, you're right. Yeah, you every do. every yeah, guy you you had a title. Oh, well, actually. Did Andre? Okay, didn't he manage Andre the Giant also? Uh, in, uh when Andre the Giant had the feud with with uh, Hogan, yep. that led to the match at WrestleMania three. Yep. Yep. Okay, I think this. I think it might be the only guy. I mean, Andre did win the title and and then held it. If, if you guys remember, you know that uh that angle with uh, Ted DiBiase, but he was okay. I, I guess the point is he was a Bobby the Brain Heenan guy. So every guy that was a, even if it's current or was under him. So he did win the title. So I think that I think that was your point, right? Like, whether it was a he was a current client or a former client, the bottom line is he was a Bobby the Brain Heenan man, and he became champion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all better um, I'm gonna say this one more time. It's gonna get difficult from this point forward. Okay, I don't want to hear why this got to be this. It's going to be like this. The closer we layer it down, the more you're going to have to think. I'm telling you this right now. If you don't believe me, Dre, give him the, give him the Dusty Rose bracket. All right. All right. All right. All right. Dusty Rose. He's going up against Clobber Time, CM Punk. And the other matchup in that bracket, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Against Jake Snake Roberts. You know the best way to promote that match, Dre? We got a, two snakes are going at it. Two snakes. <laughs> mm. Mm. And I wonder which one's going to win. Oh I, know, oh, oh, I, oh, I know which one's going to win. The one that rattles. That's the one that's going to win. <laughs> He's not jumping. Like, he ain't jumping off the bandwagon. He is steering the brand wagon. Yeah, I mean, I ain't go, man. Austin, my man, we going, we, we going to the finals. We going to the he, finals. He's driving the brand wagon. <laughs> he's driving we to, it. We going to the finals with this. 
we know, like, we, listen, we know, we, we know, we know who's in that other bracket. I mean, as far as we know who's <laughs> in the other two match, in, in the other match, we, you know, the late great American Dream. We know CM Punk, but we we'll we'll, we'll we'll get to them at the end of the line. But this matchup here, oh nah, we we, we got this in the bag. Jake the Snake. We, we, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold, he, on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Did you say the American Dream versus Pipe Bomb? Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's How next. That's gonna go. That's next. Pipe Bomb versus the American Dream. Yep. How y'all gonna suck on that one? <laughs> yeah. Listen, the tournament just gets better and better by the rounds. It, it just gets better. Oh, I'm enjoying this. I am enjoying my honest fact, just for the hell of it. Dre, you bought it up earlier. You might as well go ahead and do Hogan bracket. All right, the Hogan bracket. We got Hulk Hogan going up against Booker T. Oh my God. And then that next one. Woo! You ready for this one, Alex? Oh, yes. We got, we got Paul Heyman. Against Macho Man Randy Savage. Huh. A similar match to Roddy Piper and Paul Heyman. (laughs) Hold on. Wait a minute. Did he just say Paul Heyman and Macho Man Randy Savage? He sure did. Did he say Ho Hogan and Booker T? Yes, he did. Yes, I did. I hope y'all seen this trend here. Guess what? You're going to love all of them, but you got to pick one. Mm. Imagine this, fellas. Imagine this. Macho Man versus Hulk Hogan in the final. Imagine what? Imagine this. It's Hulk Hogan and Macho Man in the final. We could have Paul Heyman versus Booker T. Yeah. (laughs) Could. You could. You could. You absolutely. You 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 absolutely could. You but know what? Just, and I, but but let's just let let's just hold off on those matches, and just worry about the ones that we got coming now. Let's not jump the gun. We gotta crawl before we walk. So let's right. just soak in. Let, let's just soak in the matches that we got this round because, like my man Booker always said, like. Like, like he keeps saying. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. Uh huh. You know what? Hey Dre, I took your I took your thought from last from last show under consideration. And when you talked about we should pick one promo from each from each from each one, right? You should. I, 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 think, I, I thought about that, but here's the here's I the problem. Here's the problem. No, no, no. Not now though. Not now. Not now. Not 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 now. I'm thinking more so of when we get to like the final four, because then that's when it really 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 gets dicey. You take, you take a, you take a promo, and you put them against the promo of their respective opponent. 
And that's how we decide who advances to the title to, to, to the title game. Yes, yeah, I, I was thinking about that, but okay, we know we're gonna pick for. Let's say let's just say we did do. We know we're gonna pick for Booker T. It's that one. Oh, we, come on, come on now. We know we're gonna pick for Ric Flair. It's the limousine Ryan Jet flying. That one. But when we get to Stone Cold Steve Austin, which one are we gonna pick? I don't. I I I don't know. When, but that's the, but that, that that that's the beauty of it. We would really like that that like Alex, you can agree with this. That would really make us put our thinking caps on as true wrestling fans. We get to go back in that bag and be on some yo, damn. Which promo can I choose? Like which one can I choose? And being that we got the app, being that we got the WWE network, we can always go back and check. Or we can go on YouTube and check. So we got we got a lot of resources, but Let's, I, you know what? This is what we should do for that. When we get, when we get to the elite eight round, when we get to that round, I think we should do a poll and ask the voters: Should we do that format in the final four moving forward? How about that? We can do that. We can do that because since we're talking of the elite eight, things are getting more serious. They're getting more more exciting. We gotta take. We should take it up a notch. So, the rock bracket. Dre, check this out. The million dollar man Ted DiBiase against John Cena. Mm. (laughs) Well, I wonder how much of this is gonna cost uh, Ted DiBiase. I don't think it's gonna cost him. It can cost him whatever. I don't think he get. I, 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 ah, mm, sorry, million dollar man, you're out of here now. He can't pay you enough this time. <laughs> Hold on, we love managers, right, Alex? Yes, we do. Jim Cornette. Yes, Jim Cornette. We have three managers in the Sweet Sixteen, by the way. Three managers. I think one of them might lose. Jim Cornette against The Rock. Oh, no, he's the one that's going to lose. Oh, for sure. I mean, when we think of Jim Cornette's promos, it's not in the ring, guys. Jim Cornette cuts his promos when he does shoot interviews, when he's talking, when when, when he's trash talking Vince Russo, when he's criticizing the Attitude Era. Those are Jim Cornette's promos, guys. And I don't don't see how anybody could disagree. (laughs) I'm just throwing it out there. We might, at least one manager might not make it to the Elite Eight. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm not saying who, but I'm just throwing that out there. Well, we've, we've seen shockers, so we're in for more shockers, so there's no point of denying it. But at this point, expect the unexpected. That's all I can say. You don't got no choice. Cause it's getting harder and harder. Man, I'm 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 so happy that I came up with this idea. I'm happy. I'm happy I'm doing this. This is great. I get to see how people think. This next round is gonna be very interesting. Whoo! The sweet sixteen, nothing to play with. Should should I get them? Nah, I think I'm gonna keep it at one day because I think one day is enough is long enough. You get twenty four hours. All right, 
That's your Sweet 16 matchup. And let's see. You know what? I'm going to start off with The Rock versus Jim Cornette. How about that? He's going to kick off Sweet 16 with The Rock and Jim Cornette. Let's get the ball rolling. That sounds good to y'all. Sounds, sounds good, good to me. And I, and I guess we can say Jim Cornette, he will smell what The Rock is cooking. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bye-bye, Jim. So, we are at the Sweet 16, ladies and gentlemen. I hope y'all be prepared because when I throw this first matchup up there, y'all better be ready because hell is coming. We're going we gonna to see who's going to stay loyal or who's going to tru- be truthful. And just give a goddamn answer. You know they're not. You know they're not. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, 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 I know. I know. I know. Hell, I might get paragraphs this time around now. All right. It's just like telling people to keep washing their hands. People still ain't doing that. So, y'all be prepared. And um, I think Alice and Chris Rex, y'all better start listening to me. Because y'all, y'all, y'all see what's happening in, in WWE right now, right? <laughs> Well, I'm still. I'm keeping an eye on seeing what's going on. Have I have I not told y'all what's going to happen? I mean, Bottom. you okay? Okay, whoa, 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 whoa! It was you and Chris who had those predictions, dude. I'm just like, I'm just here to listen to you guys. I'm not. I'm not going against nobody. <laughs> I also, I also told you about your Triple H pick too. Okay, I mean that. Yes, you did. And you know what? I did admit to the defeat, did did I not? I didn't fuss about it. <laughs> I'm not saying fuss about it. I'm saying you, you might want to listen to me. As you can see, this guy over here kind of knows what he's talking about. Well, you are the playmaker. So, I, like I told Rex, what was going to happen to the Golden Road Models? Did you see did You see what the Golden Road, Golden Road Models are at now? They're down to one title. Uh. And two weeks. My, but I had fun with Chris Rex on, on that WrestleMania. I hope I, I hope I hope we can do another one for Survivor Series. My, in fact, I think I might. I, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get Dre to join us because I think that would be fun. If it pans up with my day off of work, sure, why not? I mean, if you ask me, we haven't had a good Survivor Series since 2014. That's the last. Team, team Cena versus Team Authority. Oh. Dre, that's the one when Steen arrived. Hey, you, 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 didn't, you didn't like that in the Survivor Series afterwards? I mean, well, if we're talking, well, if we're talking about the traditional, well, if we're talking about the traditional Survivor Series match, then then I'm serious. Yeah, the last good traditional Survivor Series five on five elimination tag team match, the last one that I think was good was Team Cena versus Team Authority. Did you watch last year's Survivor Series? Damn. No. no. Exactly. That's what I thought. That's when they introduced NST into the into the mix. Well, since you know, for me, I just think that Survivor Series 2014. Well, that was the cool. That was the great. That was probably the greatest Survivor Series match ever. Oh hell no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh oh oh! oh, oh. I can I can go oh six. <laughs> oh, like T uh, DX versus uh. 
that whole, right, right that, RKO. Whole, that whole pay-per-view was off the chain. Well, so, well, I'm talking about the no, I'm talking about the, the traditional match. No, I'm not no, talking he, about the he, interview. He, 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 he just talking about the traditional match. He's not talking yeah. about you know, the I know whole that. Event. Man, all they had three of them, and all three of them was off the chain, and one was a shutout. Yep, Team DX. We all remember how Mike Knox was eliminated. What? What was he in the match? He was. Yeah. He, was he was in the match. <laughs> yeah. Shawn Michaels is stupid. I mean, I mean, for me, my fit. I mean, since I mean, since we speaking on it just a little bit, I would say my favorite one was the 2016 one, even though it wasn't the tradition. I mean, it, I mean, it kind of was the traditional five man thing, but it was Brand versus Brand. 2016, 2016. Yeah, I, I would say that. I would say that one was my favorite, but maybe I'm saying that because. We got a little shield reunion, just a little bit, you know. I, you know, I definitely enjoyed that. Matter of fact, when that's the last time the shit. That was the last time the shield team up, didn't it? Nope, it was the one after they did a special. They did a special in December for the shield, but technically, that Sass of RC was because it was been the last one. I know it's one you're talking about now. All right, anything coming up over there on Sportsway with Dre Day? Uh, I got something cooking up soon, and um, it's gonna drop some. It's, it's gonna drop sometime this week. But um, I, I mean, I know. I, I mean, I know this was a wrestling, you know, a wrestling episode. But I, 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 I would be, I, I, I'll be an asshole if I don't, you know, say R.I.P. to Chadwick Bosman, um, Black Panther, um, Mr. John Thompson of Georgetown University. And Clifford Robinson, even though even though this is wrestling, but sports is sports with me. You know, I had to, you know, you know, give my condolences to say my RIP to these three guys. Well said. Bearman, go ahead, because your butt already put it on Twitter. Well, this month, the Cowboys Talk segment of the Bear of Texas podcast will commence. When the my Dallas Cowboys take on the Playmakers Los Angeles Rams, the Playmaker will join me, and we will discuss the match. But we will do it the professional way. We will do it the cool way. But you know what? You're going to hear the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Hmm. Anything else you want to plug in? Well... I'm thinking of adding a new segment to the Bear of Texas podcast because this month I'm trying to get myself back into the world of video games. And at the suggestion of a good friend, I was thinking of adding a video game talk segment. It's being thought of right now. I'm not sure when I'll make the decision, but it's definitely being taken into consideration because video games are a good way of life, especially for me. And since I love them so much, I think I should talk about them more. Dre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to pray for your brother. What happened? I got to deal with Alex about this darn game. I got, I got, they, I got another group. They doing a NFL carousel. I got to do a debate with another Cowboys fan for that on that part. 
Damn. My mama cowboy friend, my uncle cowboy friend, my bishop a cowboy friend. Shit. Goddamn. And this is all, and we got to face these guys in the week one. As we open up SoFi Stadium. Do you got any predictions for that game, by the way, Playmaker? Uh, honestly, you haven't, you haven't listened to Randy talk, haven't you? No, I want you, I, I want you to make your official one. That is my official one. <laughs> All right. You want to hear mine then? You probably the same score in reverse, ain't it? No. <laughs> what? what is it? I'm going Dallas 35, Los Angeles 28. Dallas's defense finally gets their head out of their butt, and they make the they make a big stop on the on the last play of the game. Mm. Speaking of which, yep, I gotta do another Ramley Talk episode this week. Gotta figure out how I'm gonna do that. I got to finish out the last four games of the Rams schedule with my predictions. Which, by the way, I said after week four, I have the right to change because we should know after the first four weeks who's injured, who's not. So, well, and as far as into the Net FC goes, there will be no episode um, this week, but next week there will be an episode, and I will talk about the Nations League and the beginning of the Premier League, La Liga League. And League One, soccer season's about to start up again, and there really has been no off season. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, hoops talk. We got the Eastern Conference in the, into the second round. We're still waiting on the West side. Matter of fact, me and Drake, we need to we need to go ahead and collab on on one of these episodes talking with the playoffs. Because <laughs> there's some interesting stuff going down in that bubble in Orlando. Sure is. Sure is. It's an interesting game tonight. Utah and Denver, game seven. Oh, my God. That that series by itself is so much. 50 points there. 50 points there. I don't want to go home. I ain't trying to go home either. But until then, y'all be prepared because we are in the Sweet 16 and the matchup's getting tougher from here. Yep. So with that being said, I'm going to say it is one time, and Drake might say it right behind me. All I got to say is on my way out, black lives do matter. Snap the top fact, black lives matter. We'll catch y'all halfway through the Sweet 16.